Ladies and gentlemen, please listen to the following special announcement. In the beginning was the word. Me. Then came sentences. Me is. The invention of fire brought us primetime storytelling. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And voice fiction was born. A few hundred thousand years later, voice fiction podcast blossomed from the fertile mind of Captain John Tadrazak of Misfits Audio. Everything you wanted to know about audio drama from people who actually do know. Hi, I'm Uncle Roy Yokelson. I'm Glenn Haskell. Hi, I'm Bruce Pratt. Acting, auditioning, copyright laws, writing, audiobooks. I'm Russell Gold. I'm Jim Smagata. Hi, I'm Julie Hoverson. Hi, I'm Karen Kaler. Production, music, all this, and the most sanguine explanation for the undying popularity of post-apocalyptic zombie cannibals you're ever likely to hear. Voice Fiction Podcast, starting January 1st at voicefiction.com. Misfits Audio is somewhat proud to present The Administration, a series written and created by Mike Murphy and starring Joe Stofko as President Richard Duncan and Peter Catt as his Chief of Staff, Murgatroyd. Episode 10 is entitled, Take Me to Your Leader. We take you now, through the twin magics of audio and your imagination, to a Kilparkian spaceship on approach to Earth. This is Spacecraft One to Kilparkian Flight Control. Come in, please. We hear you. Continue, Grok. I am approaching Earth. Computer estimates arrival in 16 Olupes. Do you have the landing coordinates? Something known as the White House? That's correct. How will I know it? It's a house, and it's white. No landing in a sparsely populated rural location this time, and abducting a couple of semi-toothed earthers who no one will ever believe? This isn't a pleasure trip. This is business. The President of the United States lives in the White House. You recall our demand of the earthers? I do. Remember, if you encounter any resistance, your ship's engines can be set to self-destruct. The resulting blast will destroy the entire planet. Good riddance to them. Uh, Gruck, if that happens, you'll die too. Oh, yes. I hadn't thought of... I'll call you back when I touch down. Gruck out. for the press conference, sir. As ready as I'll ever be. We're toast. You read the notes I gave you? I certainly did. No Walker Texas Ranger Marathon last night? No. The people at the Action Channel took it off the air. Can you believe it? Shocking. 
And he put the love boat on in its place. Don't get me wrong. Gavin McLeod's a nice guy. But he's no Chuck Norris. Praise indeed. The Action Channel is airing Love Boat reruns? It seemed like a strange choice to me, too. But there it was. And now I can't get that darn theme song out of my head. (laughs) Set a course for adventure. Bull, there's no adventure on that boat. Just lots of hugging and kissing. Now, Chuck Norris, (laughs) there's adventure guaranteed. Can you say obsessed? Might you have had the TV tuned to the wrong channel? No way. The Action Channel is on 103. It always has been. Didn't Federal Cable just change their channel lineup? They did. You mean that Walker might still be on? Very possibly. (laughs) I'd better check. Later, Mr. President, later. But it's Walker, Murgatroyd. Walker! I know what it is, sir, but you have the press conference coming up very soon. Um, right. Maybe I can check afterwards? You may. That will give you something to look forward to. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, you read my notes? Yes. Did you understand what you read? Most of it. What didn't you understand? I, um, I I, I, I can't remember. Do you want some jam on that toast, Mr. Murgatroyd? (sighs) We'll have to hope for the best. I'll begin praying now, shall I? What do you think the press will ask me about, Murgatroyd? Well, for one thing, you can be certain they'll ask about Senator Smith's new tax proposal. Oh, Something wrong? Well, that's one of the things uh, I remember not understanding. Uh, we're rapidly running out of bread. <sighs> it's very simple, sir. When you're asked about the senator's tax proposal, all you have to say is that your administration has it under review to be certain it doesn't unduly burden the middle-class American taxpayer. Well, that sounds good. I better write it on my palm. Please don't. What the deuce... What else do you think the press will ask about? I think you can count on a few questions about this. Wow! This is incredible. It's landing right on the wall. Shouldn't we call someone? Definitely. Call Tom Porter. Who's he? The groundskeeper. That spaceship is going to make a mess out of the lawn. Sure is pretty, isn't it? By, I mean, as far as spaceships go. Step back, gentlemen. Who are you? Agent Hildebrand, Secret Service. Really? No, not really. But you just said... It's a secret. Shh! Oh. And what service do you truly provide? I can't tell you without killing you immediately after. That seems a trifle drastic. May I have a hint? It's not tax preparation. Fascinating. Agent, whatever your name is, what are we going to do? There's a spaceship parked on the White House lawn, for crying out loud. I'm aware of that. Don't you have a plan? A secret plan? No. Why not? The topic of space aliens never came up at our secret meetings. Uh, Just illegal ones. That's right. Uh, Perhaps the aliens like toast. Uh, Sorry? Mr. Narrator. Last toast joke in this episode... I promise. Good. You're simultaneously irritating me and making me hungry. We need to contact whoever's in that ship. What do you expect us to do? Walk up to it and knock? Hello in there. Mr. President. Come out, come out, whoever you are. Have you ever heard of Chuck Norris on your planet? 
Nearly 50 men and women have served as President of the United States. Powerhouses like Lincoln, Kennedy, and Mendelbaum. And Earth's first contact with an alien race occurs during the Duncan administration. With luck, we'll survive. We'd better get over there. Hello? President, stand behind me. But you're taller than I am. I won't be able to see. Perhaps you could sit on his shoulders. Now that's an idea. I'll... No, get behind me. Okay, then I'm peeking. That doesn't help, people. This is audio. Our large extraterrestrial visitor is wearing the latest in alien chic. His tightly curled purple hair cascades out of his impenetrable-looking flight helmet and onto his blue body armor. Said armor covers most of his tall form, ending just above a pair of impressively spiked black boots. Notice how his purple cape flutters in the afternoon Washington, D.C. breeze. Alien Fashion by Yolki of Arcturus. On sale in the gift shop for a mere 500 quartlus. I am Gruck of the planet Kilparkia. Which of you is the president? He He is. is. Friends like these... Uh, May I help you? Uh, I'm the president. No. I I can't help you? You're not the president. Uh, But I am. Uh, Aren't I, Murgatroyd? You are, sir. I remember a very busy day back in November. Lots of old odd boxes with tiny levers, all sorts of people walking in and out of them. And and I ate a bologna sandwich and uh, I gave a speech. Um, Or, uh... Was it the speech and then the sandwich? I don't recall. Why do you think he can't be the president? His birth certificate? I assure you that Mr. Duncan is the president. I was expecting someone else. Who? I can't recall his name now. Stooped shoulders, dark hair. I think his last name starts with an N. Nixon? Yes, that's him. He is no longer in charge of your nation. He is no longer alive. Shame. Evidently, it takes longer for your television signals to reach my home world than we thought. You must have come from very far away. Oh, yes. When I blasted off this morning, Banishek had just premiered. Why did you want to speak with Mr. Nixon? We Kilparkians are fascinated by him. His voice, his hair, the odd thing he does with his fingers. We want to study him. Too bad he's dead. I don't suppose his family would allow us to take him anyway. I doubt it. Not worth asking? No. (sighs) All this way for nothing. You should have called. Mr. President, with your permission, I will leave my ship parked here until tomorrow morning. Then I will return to Kilparkia. That's fine with me. You uh, don't want to leave now? I don't like driving at night. May we offer you some hospitality? Such as? Some food? I'm afraid my dietary needs are very different from yours. At least, according to the TV commercials I've seen. For sustenance, I require a complex mixture of tasteless chemicals and minerals that your kind would consider inedible. We don't have anything close? 
Perhaps some corn dogs. You know the brand? I'm sure we can rustle some up, sir. It's fascinating. On your world, you you actually use saliva as currency? We call it spit. Uh, Well, it's been a very long day for me. I'm sure it has been for you, too. Yes, but I'm looking forward to the frequent flyer miles I'll be getting for my trip. My wife keeps bugging me to take a vacation. My Dorothy keeps pestering me, too. Evidently, some things are universal. If you'd like to get some rest before your return flight, I can set you up with a room here in the White House. I'm afraid my size would make that difficult. I have sleeping quarters on my ship. May I get you anything? The Walker Texas Ranger series you spoke of sounds interesting. May I view it? You bet you can. I have the whole first season on DVD. Uh, Grug, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. May I come in? Certainly. This way, Mr. President. Please wipe your feet. Ah, there you are. I brought the DVDs. What is that? What is what? That in your arms. You you mean Mr. Woggles? What is he? He's a teddy bear. Is he alive? No, not really. So I've been told... May I hold him? If you're very gentle, here. So squeezable, so soft. So mine. Mr. President, since we can't have Mr. Nixon, we want this teddy bear. You want to take Mr. Woggles into space? Yes. Wouldn't he be happy there? I'm not sure. He's never been higher in the air than I can toss him. Does it have to be Mr. Woggles? I can get you another teddy bear. My people want him. Maybe I could call Nixon's family. Can you believe it, Murgatroyd? Grok wants to take Mr. Woggles back to his home planet. Are you going to let him have it? How dare you? Sir, do I have to remind you that Grok is the first alien to visit Washington, D.C.? I know that. He's parked on my lawn. Is a teddy bear too much to give up for good interplanetary relations? It's not just any teddy. It's Mr. Woggles, the bear who got me through the good times and the bad times, the bear who made me want to go on after losing the New Hampshire primary, the bear who helped me with my toilet training. I didn't know you'd had him that long. Only for a few years. Sir, you have to give the alien Mr. Woggles. Why? If word gets out that Gruck wanted your teddy bear and you refused to give it to him, we're sunk. If word gets out that you have a teddy bear, we're sunk. Gruck is leaving in a few hours. You need to make your decision. What will it be?
proud of you, sir. I'm gonna miss that little guy. Doesn't it make you feel better that Mr. Woggles is promoting interplanetary peace and goodwill? Yes, but I still wish we had dug up Nixon instead. Sir! We'd better go inside. Lots of work to do. Wait a moment. What is that? Where? There. Don't you see it? It looks like something descending on a... a parachute. I hope Gruck's ship is okay. Oh my god, could it be? Yes. Yes, it is. It's Mr. Woggles. Oh, happy day. He's coming in for a landing. Got him. Sir, please don't hug Mr. Woggles near the press. Oh, yes, right. Why did Gruck toss him out the airlock? Look, there's a note attached to the back of the teddy's bow tie. Oh, what does it say? Mr. Woggles stinks. Don't you ever wash him. Love, Gruck. Misfits Audio has presented Episode 10 of The Administration, Take Me to Your Leader. The series is written, created, and produced by Mike Murphy. It stars Joe Stofko as Richard Duncan and Peter Cat as Murgatroyd. Jorn Anderson portrayed Gruck, Tom Dusenberry was heard as the Kilparkian control voice, and Russell Gold portrayed the very secretive agent Mr. Hildebrandt, if that really is his name. The assistant producer was Captain John Tadrazak. Post-production was accomplished by Alex Lawsford. Original music was composed and performed by Sam Wu. Please visit his website at the61.com forward slash Sam1010. The art directors are Stephen Sash Scott and Alexa Chipman. The script editor is Arlene Osborne. All the characters portrayed in this series are fictitious. Any resemblance to actual persons living or dead is purely coincidental and a cause for concern. This has been a production of Misfits Audio, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. This is your narrator, Terry Cooper, speaking. Houston, that teddy has landed. That's one small step for a bear. One giant leap for bear kind. <laughs> Sir? Wait a minute. Gronk never gave me back my Walker DVDs. Murgatroyd. Murgatroyd! Call Massa! Call Norad! Quick! Ladies and gentlemen, may I be permitted just one more toast joke? <laughs>